there are movies that you can see, and then there are movies that you gotta see. Pop the popcorn and grab your favorite snack, and join Jim, a former Hollywood visual effects artist, and Michael, just a dude who likes movies, as they sit back and talk about a movie that you gotta see, as well as look at the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. All right, welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. Uh, this is a podcast with two guys who love to talk about movies as well as talk about the deeper things that make these stories more than just a movie. I am Michael. And I'm Jim. And that's Jim. And uh, it's Thanksgiving time. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing good? Mm-hmm. You like this time of year? You like this this month? It's a good month. I like I like Thanksgiving because it's like no strings attached. You just you just eat food. You don't have to buy presents. You don't and have stuff. to buy presents. No presents. Yeah. All right. So, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh gosh, let's see. I like the uh, green bean casserole casserole with like oh. the onions. I know everybody hates that. Yeah, I like that. No, the minute I was not, I did, was not forced to eat green beans. I'm out. Yeah. yeah, it's got like the it's got like the onion, the, the French onion crunchy things on top. Yeah, I like it. Mine was always the classic yams with marshmallows. That's good. That's a second. Oh, That's a close man. second. I love that. My wife's really good. She's got a really good recipe for that, and I love that. So, yeah. also, what kind of turkey guy are you? Are you a oh deep fry? You're a deep fry. Yep. Yeah. So am I. I've had turkey roasted. I've had turkey deep fried. And I've had turkey smoked. Smoked's okay, yeah. but. Yeah, deep fry is the way to go. Yeah, did it once. Can't go back. Can't go back. Yeah. And it's fun. It is fun. It's fun. It's like an event. It is. You know, <laughs> you, got the, you got the deep fryer going, you got the, fu- you know, you got the fire and mm-hmm. the, the danger. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what Thanksgiving is missing is an element of danger. Yeah. A element, you know, it was all like <clears throat> calm and serene, but there was some deep fried turkey in there. It's like, yeah. Keeps did- you on your toes. Do you ever throw anything like afterwards? Like, you know, you got that no, big pot of oil. No, I know you have. I know you do. And, and, yeah. and I've always wanted to. But uh, yeah. I mean, what, yeah. what's some examples? What, what, what do you do? Do like, you know, potatoes. You can do like French fries or like slice, you know, like do your own French fries. You yeah. Do that. Oh, man. I, maybe I should do that. I, I got to get like a basket for it. But we try to like, like batter stuff. Like, yeah. Like do deep fried pickles. You'd like do like a batter and a pickle, but it never really sticks real good. Oh. Uh, a deep fried dog biscuit. <laughs> Did your dog like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it'd be like a special Thanksgiving treat. You know, the yeah. dog would be like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, deep, just like, deep fried dog w- biscuits. Yeah. Nothing, nothing no. to do with it. That's no. funny. Mm. All right. Well, and after that, we didn't deep fry anything beyond the biscuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be the last one. We were one. done. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. No. This this week, I'm definitely or uh, gonna try doing some fries. Like, yeah, oh, be nice. a good idea. Yeah. Oh, we'll do that. I'll even know how that goes. All right. Well, let's jump into the film and the movies. And again, this is a podcast about movies. So if that is the thing that you like, and if you're into that sort of thing. Please uh, subscribe and give us a like. That helps us out. So, Jim, what is the movie that you got to see? You've got to see Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. John Hughes classic, 1987. Is it a classic? Sure it is. Is it my life? It is your life, yeah. All right. Uh, synopsis of the film. A Chicago advertising man must struggle to travel home from New York for Thanksgiving with a lovable oaf of a shower curtain ring salesman as his only companion. 
Yeah. So there's a lot there to unpack. First thing is Thanksgiving movies. Not a lot. No, and then when you mentioned that this was a Thanksgiving movie, yeah. and I've only seen it a couple of times, I was like, oh yeah, cool, I've got a Thanksgiving movie yeah. now. Yeah, it's my this is my yearly Thanksgiving movie, um, but there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. There's a lot of movies to watch during Thanksgiving time. Like I feel like it's a good, but but a Thanksgiving movie, there's there's not a lot out there. Yeah, the only one I've got is is Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Although it's more Christmassy, but it it opens mm-hmm. with the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, right. which kind of makes it a Thanksgiving yeah. movie. I don't an- know of any an- Thanksgiving Another movies. good one. I mean, it's not great, but it's okay. And if yeah. you've got nothing else to watch, is Tower Heist with Eddie Murphy. Tower. Yeah, they're stealing, um, some, but it takes place during the Macy's Day oh. Thanksgiving Parade. Okay. Doesn't have to deal with like eating... No, but it is a Thanksgiving Day movie, oh, okay. I guess. Yeah, but well, if any of our subscribers out there have Thanksgiving yeah. Day movies that we are missing, let us know in the comments. What's your know. favorite Thanksgiving movie? And uh, I'll give it a watch. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, I'm always wanting to watch new movies. I like holiday movies. Yeah, exactly. All right. So what is your, you said you've only seen this a couple of times. What's your history with it? When did you see it first? What'd you think? Man, I don't know. I'm sure I just saw it on cable, probably cable or not streaming. What it was before the streaming HBO, thing. HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, something or whatever the local cable <laughs> yeah. Yeah, streaming thing was. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't become like, like a major, like, you know, watch it all the time funny mm-hmm. but it's funny yeah yeah good and it's john hughes which he was the king of of uh not king of comedies that's not the right word it's the king of oh comedy movies i guess in the 80s right i mean yeah he's he's an interesting guy because he's he he's that voice of that generation because he did a lot of like teen comedies like 16 candles weird science breakfast club breakfast club um and you know he actually he only directed eight films, which you would think he directed a lot more, but he he wrote a ton of movies. Yeah, that was his thing. He was a writer. He's a fast writer. Yeah, he could just like bang out a script mm-hmm. like fast, yeah. and it's not just like doing like a synopsis, and it's like no nope. dialogue. It's dialogue, which is really yeah. that, that that's a talent. Um. So anyway, so yeah, so he John Hughes is Uncle Buck. That was another movie. I he love did, Uncle Buck. Which, you know, is John Candy, which was in this movie as well. Yeah. But uh yeah, but so what would be your favorite John Hughes film? What's your number one? Number one? That he directed, not wrote. Wait, did he direct Ferris Bueller? Yeah, he directed Ferris Bueller. Oh, okay. That might be number one. Okay. Yeah. That's a movie you gotta see. That's a movie you gotta see. Yeah. We'll let you know in season two. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could I do think, that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one to talk about. Breakfast yeah. Club is really good, but it's a little more serious, serious tone. You're dealing with kids. It with gets serious real stuff. fast. Real fast. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you think it's like the, oh, this really cool movie with these kids and how they're gonna, you know, spend the day, and then all of a sudden they're dealing with like deep psychological, emotional damage. Oh yeah. Um, but again, that's. John Hughes, and we'll talk about this in this movie. He's not a one dimension. He makes his characters; they're not one dimensional. Yeah, you know, they're really. There's a lot going on with them. His so, movies have heart. His is movies they, have. Is heart. that a right thing? He's got yeah. he has heart. There's always a moment where there's like, 
something serious and mm-hmm. emotional and eye-opening and character has a revelation. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, yeah, Breakfast Club is probably my favorite John Hughes film. Um, but at a very close second is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. All right. And I have seen this movie probably over 20 times in my lifetime, um, which is like weird. It's like, well, because I was six when this movie came out. Six years old. First grade. You know, so throwing so, rocks I mean, at kids. So you grew up with the movie. So that's probably why it resonates more with you. Yes. And that, and I'm proud to say that this was one of the films that my grandfather worked on, who was, uh, he worked for Paramount Studios. And uh, that's right. You're telling me about that. Didn't, I try to always remember what did he exactly do? And like, what was his title? And I know it has something to do with dollies or grips or whatever, but he did like a bevy of different things and he worked on a lot of different films. And this was one of them. So he was employed by Paramount then. Like he was employed like by Paramount. On staff at Paramount. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I can remember one year, at a, I don't think it was Thanksgiving, but it was definitely a uh, family gathering of some sort that he popped in the VHS of this movie and we all watched it. And, you know, there's not too many movies that he worked on that I watched with him, but this was one of them. Um, and it was just a good time, you know, yeah. watching it. And I, for some reason, I've always been a fan of John Candy and Steve Martin. So really, I mean, I would have saw this without my grandpa's leading anyways. Yeah, but you had a personal connection. To yeah. It. yeah. And so, so yeah, so it was fun. And, and I think every Thanksgiving, probably not every Thanksgiving, but. Uh, you know, since I've been collecting movies and having this was a movie that I had very early on in VHS and DVD and now Blu-ray, um, I watched every year on Thanksgiving. And my grandpa has long passed, so it's kind of like my way of like connecting with my grandpa, even though he's you know gone. But it's like, hey, so watch your your movies. So that's cool. But any like moments like, hey, that's my hand in that scene. No, no, <laughs> none of that. I was pushing the camera dolly for this scene. <laughs> no. no, but one of the things, and this is why I have this Eddie Murphy uh, autograph, because it's actually two my grandpa's, two Fred number one drivers. One of the things he did was he drove Eddie Murphy around, and uh, he knew Eddie Murphy pretty well, and um, well, as much as you can, you know, at work. He did a number of movies with him, and uh, and so yeah, so my grandpa did a lot of movies. But he only really talked about, as far as like movie stars, like, hey, tell me about this. He only really knew Eddie Murphy and Richard Dean Anderson from MacGyver fame. Those are the only two that he ever mentioned and talked about. Um, and I That's pretty cool. have autographs from him as well and pictures with MacGyver. I didn't get anything with Eddie Murphy, but, uh, but definitely <laughs> MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver. That's but yeah, no, it was cool. I, I yeah. mean, part of my love for movies is, is from my grandfather and- Again, going to the the prop shop and running around with my cousins, and you know, learning that fake glass does still can cut you if you're not careful. Um, that no, was it was the sugar glass, right? The sugar glass. That was when they still, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't do that anymore. There's like a resin you could. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not the sugar the sugar pain, but no, I never made it. I've made the resin stuff, which is great because you can take the broken pieces and melt them down and reuse them. Oh, nice. I mean, if they're if they're clean enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always fun for doing breakaways and stuff. But did yeah. you did you lick the sugar glass? No, no. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. I would have. You would have. I would have. Yeah. <laughs> have you? 
Does it taste like sugar? I've never, I've never, I've never had it. I, I think, I think, you know, I think when I got into doing that stuff, it was kind of being phased out. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember. I don't know if I knew that it was sugar when I was messing around with it. I think that came later. I maybe had I known I would have maybe tried a little bit if I knew it was like fresh and clean. Because I remember seeing like like videos of like like people at studios and you know and they have like a glass and they like eat it. They like take a little bite and they're like, mm. oh wow! Yeah. But it did taste like sugar. That's crazy. It was I mean, it's sugar. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's just yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess it's really hard to do though to try to keep it clear and yeah. yeah. And you can always tell like a fake window, like when they're smashing through a window because it's really thick. Because you can't, you, yeah. you can't make you can't make it thin because it's way too brittle. But yeah, like you there's see, yeah, it's always like super thick. I just got done watching the Halloween movie, and there's a scene in there where his hand breaks a window, and it it looks totally different. It doesn't look right. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah, yeah, that's because of the it's the sugar. They sugar, didn't do yeah. it right. Yeah, but all right. All right, well, let's get into this film. Let's get into this film, and uh, what are your thoughts? What, what, any, any opening scene, anything in the opening scene stand out to you? Or? Okay, so right off the bat, and you probably know more about this than me because you've seen it 20 times, because I think this is only like the third time I've actually ever watched this oh, thing. Dude, then the trivia is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Kevin Bacon's in this movie. I don't remember that. Hey, he's a big, you know, big, big cre- name, big name, big credit. He doesn't say anything. He just chases, chases down a cab in the opening scene. And that's yeah. it. That's yep, it. That's it. That's he's it. racing Steve Martin for a cab. Yeah. It's like they both look at each other and they're both trying to get the last cab out of New York. And he did a great job. <laughs> yeah. You think they could have got like a cheaper actor to, to pull that off? No, I guess. Uh, yeah. From what I understand is that. This was Kevin Bacon had just got done doing another John Hughes movie. Um, gosh, what was it called? She's having a baby. Did I say that right? I think I did. She's having. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Ish. and um, yeah. So he's part of the John Hughes family, and he just said, "Hey, whatever you're doing next, big or small, put me in." And then, oh, wait, Kevin said that. Yeah, oh. and John Hughes like, "All right, got got a part for you." Oh, well, there you go. That's and cool. I guess he was living in New York at the time, so it wasn't like a big hassle for him to oh, get nice. there. And, He's in it. Kevin had the chops. He could just pull it off. He did. Him. And all he did was a smile, right? It's that like little yeah. smirk of like, yeah. all right, let's go. It's one take. Yeah. One take done. Yeah. That's nice. a, that's a good scene. Cause it really shows you from the beginning and not just that, but the opening scene of, you know, um, Steve Martin, whose character is Neil page. How he is already in a rush. He's looking at his watch. He's waiting for his boss to make some decision, some advertising decision. And he's like, I got to get home to make my flight. This guy needs to make a decision. And then Ferris Bueller's dad says, you're not going to make it. <laughs> you're not going to make it. You're going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller's dad, you're right. And, uh, but yeah, so from the beginning, and then he's rushing for the cab. So in the, from the very first scene, you realize, okay, so this is the story. This is what's going on. He's in a rush to get home. And when you're in a rush... I try not to live my life as in a rush anymore, but you know, sometimes you just can't help it, but you, you know, that's when mistakes happen or crazy things happen. And yeah. And real quick, before we get any further, I want to mention that. So this movie was filmed, probably filmed in 1986, right? Came out in 87. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure on the timeline, but I know it came out in 87, so maybe they filmed in 86. But you know what I noticed about that opening scene in New York? No. Well, you don't know. I don't You're never going to read my mind. No. no. But uh, those, they still had the like old-timey man hat. Like from like the 50s and the 60s. You know what I mean? Like the fedoras. Oh. And this is the this is like 87. You're on the back half of the 80s. Yeah, but I just thought it was like a New York thing. Didn't they don't they just wear hats cuz it's like cold and it's like uh, I don't know. I just yeah. think those hats are cool. I always kind of wish like mm. when did that style go out? And apparently in 87, people were still wearing them. So, yeah. crazy. I thought it went out like in the 70s or in the 60s and that yeah. was it, but no, oh, not crazy. It is crazy. Well, we're in, you know, sunny California. Nobody wears hats out here. Yeah, that's true. Like never. I mean, I wear a hat. But yeah, but like do you that. wear it to what, keep your head warm, or do you wear it because it's because I'm bald? You just like to wear a hat, and I don't have no hair. Oh, yeah, and, okay. And, yeah, yeah, we all are not blessed with hair like you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you very so. much. Do you wash your hair in the sink and like have to like? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. The sink. <laughs> Anyways. I don't think I've ever washed my hair in this sink. I hear it's a, a good way to wash your hair. Oh. All right. Anyways. What you doing when you're taking a shower? <laughs> I don't want to. Anyway. That's, okay. a, that's, a, that's a woman thing. <laughs> my, my mom used to do that. Oh, you, oh your mom does do that? Okay. Well, I, yeah, you used to. I don't know if she does it now, but yeah. maybe because they don't want to take a shower, so they wash their hair in the sink. Maybe I'm I just, wash my hair. I just I don't know. Take I know shower. people that wash their hair in the sink, and I always thought it was weird. But they have long hair. They I have do. long curly hair. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, all right. enough, of hair. enough of uh, hair. All right. So we meet Dell, which is John Candy for yes. the first time, and um, Dell Griffith. Dell Griffith. Yeah. And he is the guy that stole Steve Martin's cab. Yeah. Steve Martin finally finds a cab and he gets into it with a guy. No, he tries to, I'm sorry. He tries to buy the cab from someone, right? Say, Hey sir, can I just buy your cab? And while he's negotiating the price, Dell comes in with that big old trunk and just gets in the, and gets in the car because like the taxi driver, he's like, I'm not part of this negotiation. I'm going to take whoever, whoever gets in this car, we're going to go, you know, and, and Dell probably just thought, Oh, these guys are just chatting yeah, or discussing business. Might as well take the cab. Yeah. Yeah. And he does. He does. And he's gone. Doesn't right meditate. when Steve Martin's about to get in. Yeah. Takes off. Did he give the guy the money and then start to get in? Yes. Oh, he did. so not only did so he, he lose paid. the cab, but he's out of the. Out of yes. It. And that's not the kind of guy that would get the money back. No. Because he just lost his cab. Yeah. He just lost his cab. Yeah. All right. And that's where we meet. That's where we see Del Griffith, but we don't really meet him until he's in the airport and by happenstance. Yeah. Neil, Steve Martin, and you know, they're they're on the same flight. Yeah, but they're waiting in the same lobby, and this is when you get to know who Dell is because he says Steve knows exactly who he is, mm-hmm. but John Candy is like, "Hey, I know you, right? You look so familiar." Yeah, and he says, "Yeah, you stole my, you stole something from me." Yeah, he goes, "I've never stole nothing in my life." Yeah. This is how he stole my cab. Which I believe that of yeah. Dell. Yeah. Not intentionally. Like, I'm sure he's probably taking stuff probably that wasn't his, but not. Not to not be a thinking, thief. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he offers it a hot dog and a beer. <laughs> yeah. A soda. 
a tic tac, a mint, a Slurpee. <laughs> yeah, you're right, and that that's gonna go to to the character of Dell, is that he knew he did something wrong. Now he's trying to make it up. Right, right. He's trying to make it right. Yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully, kind of you know buys him off, but it's just you know. Steve Martin. Like, never mind. Nope. Let's move on. I just want to move on. I want to be done. I don't want to talk to you. I want to get home. Yeah. Yeah. They get into the plane, and of course, it doesn't make it, and it gets rerouted to a whole different city because Chicago, I guess, is notorious for their snowstorms. And wait, listen, let's, let's, we got to mention the now they're on the plane together sitting next to each other. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 And again, it's just like, what and are Del, the odds? And Dell can't get comfortable unless mm-hmm. he takes off his shoes. And it's sucks. Yeah. And he waves the sock around in the air. Woo! That was good. Okay. Which I guess is a pretty big no-no on planes. Oh, it's gotta be, right? Yeah. I guess yeah. you're not supposed to do that. Which, the longest plane I ever went to Africa, and I, I went in sandals and socks, because I just wanted to be comfortable for that long flight. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I totally, you know, didn't have my sandals on. I just always knew, like, okay, just be as comfortable as you can. But now that I think back, I'm like, man, I wonder if I... Made anyone mad, you know, but no, because your feet, because your, I didn't so, keep your, my your, feet socks don't, your socks don't get stink. They get stinky in the shoe. They don't get, that's so, true. They don't get stinky in a sandal. Yeah. I mean, true. you look like a dork. I did. I did. I totally looked like a dork. I walked around the airport with shorts. He's got socks and sandals. Socks on. and sandals yeah. and my pillow thing. Oh, wow. Around your neck and I'm just kind of walking around. Oh, man. <laughs> You're probably like on like TikTok videos and stuff right out there. Check out this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I'm in for a long flight. So comfort. I want to be as comfortable as possible. That's right. That's good. And then they get rerouted. And they get rerouted. Yeah. To a whole different city where, and this is again where we get to know a little bit more about Dell because he has the wisdom and knows like this plane ain't taking off. Like we're not getting to Chicago. And so what does he do to beat everybody else? He already makes arrangements with a hotel. Because he knows. Because he knows that as soon as this flight gets canceled, there's going to be a rush to get a hotel room. And he was right. And he, he already made his arrangements. So he knows like all the tips and tricks of travel. Like he's the, the streetwise guy that knows how to get things done, or as Neil is, I feel like I can buy my way out of situations. Yeah. I can, you know, make it work to my advantage if I just spend money. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So he takes them up on the idea and they, they share that room. That was another one of my favorite scenes, but it, it grosses me out that, Somehow, some way, they end up sharing the room because he offers, like, look, I stole your cab. Least I can do is I can, you can share a room with me and you'll have a place to sleep in the night rather than sleeping in the airport. And he takes him, takes, takes him, him up, takes on, him up it. on it. Yeah. yeah. But he has, then he has no choice. <laughs> but then you realize it's one room with one bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it, it's, it's, the, the genius of like the filming is again, it's a cool comedic moment. How the camera starts on the bed mm-hmm. and then it slowly pans to Dell uh-huh. and he's like looking just as concerned. Yeah. But also kind of like wanting to be like upbeat about it. Like, well, Hey, we could make hey, it work. Hey, it's not so bad. Hey. Yeah. I would have just slept on the floor. I would have too. I've, yeah. I've done that. Yeah. I mean, just, just, it's just not comfortable, but it's not funny though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. And Dell's bathroom habits. Oh, that, that, that grossed me out. That whole scene. It's weird what grosses me out in movies these days. Yeah. And as I've gotten older, cause I mean, I remember watching that as a kid, not thinking much of it. As I gotten older, like that, that whole scene is gross. Yeah. I'm getting out of the shower him stepping on the wet floor and the wet towel. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Cause, cause. Steve, wait, what's his character name again? Neil. Neil, Neil Page. Neil. Name's not. not. Oh, we've only seen the movie three times. So. All right, yeah. So Neil goes to take a shower, and when he steps out of the shower, it wasn't messy when he got in no. the shower. So he shouldn't be surprised with what he's seeing, did right? He, he, did he not hear him in the bathroom? Yeah. Like, making a mess? So, cool thing about this film was that there's a lot more to it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more scenes that were filmed. There has to be, because I saw a trailer. Yes. Of all these scenes that were not, not in, the, in movie. the movie. They're really funny. Yeah. So yeah. I guess there's like a three hour cut of this film. And then they even cut that down to like a, like a two hour cut. And there's, there's two scenes in particular that I think they should have kept in there. Um, which I think were great. And one of them is, is this, that while Steve, while Neil's in the shower, John Candy's coming in there and messing things up. Right. So, that that got taken out. Um, another one is so right after this happens, you know, um, they they go to bed, they wake up the next morning, but while they're asleep, they get robbed. Right? You saw that. Yeah. So another big part of it was, and again, also like the mentions he mentions, like, "Hey, man, sorry about the beer that exploded, and that you're sleeping in a puddle of beer." Yeah. Um, all that was filmed. And so what it is, is the, the scene that we're missing is that Dell orders a pizza with beer and all this kind of stuff. It comes in, but the pizza boy, he sees, he asks for a tip and Dell just gives him a dollar. But while he's giving him a dollar, the pizza boy sees like stacks of cash in his wallet. Mm. So actually the kid that robs him is the pizza boy. He comes back later that night oh, okay. and totally robs them. So, uh, that it makes more sense as to why like okay so does this hotel just have like robbers that come by like how did this how did this robber know to rob these people i mean i believed it it was kind of a seedy yeah, hotel. I, yeah. I, so it, it was, was definitely okay. was a seedy it was hotel. Okay, yeah but um but that makes more sense as to like okay so they knew that this room with these specific guys yeah had wallets of cash yeah and then they get wiped out yeah he puts the, he puts some money on his under his hat the raw, why do yeah. you put it who puts it under his hat? Yeah, you're right. He does. Like he counts it and he immediately just says, like, but the, yeah. Who, I don't know if it was, oh man, I don't want to. It was, is it just a way of like showing he's putting it in his pocket because it would look weird? Yeah, it I could be. Know. Or it could be like if he did get caught. Oh, I bet it's if he gets it could caught. Just be like, I didn't take anything. He show the pockets. Uh, yeah, I bet that's like a, you know, yeah. Because that's why everyone checks. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have nothing. Who knows? Maybe we have some like professional thieves that watch our show and they'd be like, dude. Yeah. If you're a professional thief, let us know um, in the comments why you would put money under your hat. It's probably so like if they catch you on the way out, like what dude? And then you would think, oh, okay. And they let you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I've got nothing. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hear back from some professional thieves. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Yeah. So what's, really cool about this scene too is that obviously you know from 
the poster from the trailer that you're dealing with an odd couple situation, right? And usually in those movies, like you got two people, two different parts of ways of life, two way, two people doing things differently that you think that the whole movie is going to boil up to a moment where they just have it out. But in this movie, they have it out in the very beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like that John Hughes, every John Hughes movie, they have like this, this moment of like, you know, seriousness and music and it's drama yeah. and somebody's kind of breaking down and it like happens like within like the first 30 minutes of the film. Yeah. Right. Which I thought was really weird. So Neil just lays into him because he's making all those like weird, like those, those sounds <laughs> like, <laughs> which yeah. I'm totally guilty of. But so when he's making those sounds, yeah, like I get it. He's got like an itchy throat and I do that <laughs> all the time. And like, sometimes I do it in the middle of the night and like it terrifies my wife. But, uh, so I get it. Yeah. But that was enough to send him over, the, uh, Neil over the edge and just starts laying into him yeah. like the type of person he is. And it's like, not everything needs to be a little antidote. You're not funny. You know, when you're telling all these stories, you know, can't you tell that I'm reading the back of the bag? You know, I'm just trying to avoid you and just. Yeah. But then in that moment, you realize like, oh, you sympathize with them, but you also feel bad for Dell. Oh, Dell's like, he's, he's hurt. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like starting to tear up and it's just like, yeah. So when you're watching this movie, who do you sympathize for? Like whose side are you on? Are you on Steve Martin's or are you on Dell's? You got under, I haven't, I can, you know, I can understand. Yeah. Neil. Yeah. Neil. Neil's, yeah. Neil. I can understand why he's mad, but it's not like, not like Dell's being a being mean about it or a jerk. Yeah. He's just he's just a slob. That's exactly it. Like you can totally sympathize and understand, oh yeah, Dell, I understand why you just laid into this guy. But then you're like, oh, but I also understand that you went too far. Yeah, it was one of those guys that you can't, it's like you can't be too mad at him, mad at him. like he probably got enough pizza for the both of them. He right. probably got two beers. Yeah. Right? He probably got enough candy But he put to it on share. the bed that was shaking, so of course it's gonna shake yeah. the beers. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he left him a towel. He did. He did. He, he, you know. Yeah. Didn't consider the size of the towel, but he did leave him a towel. Yeah. yeah. So again, I think it just goes. And he warned him about the socks in the sink. Oh, hey, you might want to take was, my. Oh, that scene. Yeah. Because he's, wipe, he's wiping water on his face and yeah. he realizes sink water with his socks in it. That yeah. grosses me out. Start dry heaving. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that just goes to why this movie is so good and you got to see it is because, again, you can be a person watching this movie and understand both of them. You, you, you feel his frustration and you feel his heartbreak, you know, and again, just it's great writing and good movie. So, All right. So the other thing I want to talk about, which is really cool, is like that very next morning when they realized that they were robbed. Yeah. And um, they're getting a ride back to the airport. Uh, Dylan Baker, a funny actor, he comes in with his very small role. And uh, he's, again, just owning the role by making all these weird sounds like like sinuses. And um, what does he say about his wife? His wife, too lazy. Yeah. yeah, it calls her lazy and ask her to get the get the bags. Get the ba- yeah, yeah, and she's. <laughs> um, but what was a cool thing about this scene is that I guess they filmed this this moment of 
that character meeting Neil about 20 times and it just wasn't coming out. And so finally John says, hey, look, spit your tobacco, but then wipe your hand, wipe your mouth with your hand and then shake Steve Martin's hand. He goes, that's the reaction I want. And he did it. And sure enough, if you watch it, it's very subtle. Watch because it's like from the corner of the, of the, of the screen, watch Steve Martin's reaction yeah. to like being gross. And I guess he, as soon as that happened, he went and ran, washed his hands and was grossed out. But, <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't like, hold on, why are yeah. I not doing this? Because, but yeah. that was the scene they yeah. used, so, oh, okay. or that was the take. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it is pretty funny. But I guess like everyone's just busting up after that, watching his, his reaction. And then they had to ride in the back. <laughs> ride in the back <laughs> with the dog. Pickup, yeah, with the dog. Yeah. So now they're on their way to the train. Right. Yeah. 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 They get. Yeah. So they they did the planes. Now they're on the train, and uh, and again, just going back to the dynamic of the characters. You know, he. Uh, oh yeah, they got robbed, but they have credit cards, and uh, Steve Martin has some good credit cards. Dell doesn't. He's got. I think it was like a credit card to some fashion store on the east coast that only like, works there with the big and tall big, store. And, tall, big yeah. and tall yeah and uh he, so steve martin buys the tickets neil buys the tickets and says oh bummer we couldn't i couldn't get tickets that were sitting next to each other so here's your ticket i'll see you later it's been it's been an interesting and they're parting ways but like dell is so bent like hey okay well uh give me your address i want to send you money for the tickets i want to make this right and Dell is just, or Neil is just like, nope, it's a gift. It's a gift. You're good. And again, we can look at that and think, oh, look how sweet that character is. He's giving him a gift, paying for his ticket. No, he's not. He doesn't want to give him his address. Doesn't want to give him his address. He wants to be done with him. Done. Yeah. He's like, I want you out of my life. You're worth paying for this ticket to, to never see you again, basically is what he's saying. And, uh, and then the train breaks down. <laughs> and then the train breaks down. And I can't remember as to why the train breaks down. I don't know. There was just but, smoke billowing out of the throw So rod. you know what's interesting about, rod. about that said. train? What? I guess the train the, where they filmed the actual train where it stopped, yeah. it's still there. Well, yeah. maybe it's still there up until five years ago. But I was reading an article about this that it was a train that had just been there. They painted it they, so they can film their, their scenes. But it's just an abandoned train. Oh, dang. Yeah. And for years, I mean, I don't know if it's still there today, but um, I think the article I read was five years ago, five or six years ago, that that train's still there. Cha-ching for production. They didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, they did, they did it. Huh. Oh. So again, we get to more dynamics of their relationship because you got Dell who's been lugging around this trunk of a, of a thing and he's trying to cross this farm this cow field and he's lugging it around and you know neil sees it but how does he normally carry it because that thing's huge well he just drag it why did he get something with wheels on it yeah maybe maybe it does have but maybe just carrying it no it doesn't have doesn't wheels. have it no doesn't it's like wheels. an old one it's an old yeah. trunk yeah huh. that's a good question i don't know it's probably just comedy but we do know that carrying that, dragging that thing across a cow field is bad. Yeah. You know, and Steve Martin sees that, Neil sees that, and is like, well. So now we know we, that Neil's really not that bad. He guy. sighs. Yeah. He doesn't want to do this, but he does walk up and yeah. 
helps them with the yeah. with the the chat the thing to get to the next. To now they're on a bus, and that's the automobiles. Yeah, so they ride a bus to the next destination, and again, it it shows again how much Dell, because again Dell knows all the tricks. He knows all these people. He knows all these connections. He's a salesman, and uh, on the bus, everyone loves Dell. Yeah, and everyone doesn't really care for um, Steve Martin. Which I wanted to ask you, he starts singing that song, Three Coins in a Fountain. Three coins. And then everyone looks back at him. Yeah. I don't get that joke. Do you do you understand that joke? Well, because they're just like It was just a song like, he doesn't like, know. Like, they don't know. Yeah, like seriously. You oh, know, like, okay. That's not a yeah. I don't think it's really a joke. It's just like Oh, okay. So it was just like you picked a bad song. You picked a bad song. Like nobody sings that oh. stuff. Yeah. I always thought there was more to that. No. But Dell picks the perfect song. Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're where are they in St. Louis now, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. All right. And then yeah, they don't have any money. So what's really funny is when is when Dell figures out a way to make money by selling his shower curtain rings. Because he's a shower curtain ring salesman. Yeah. Right. Which I think is hilarious. Like, is that a thing? Like, do you think there are actually people out there that sell shower curtain rings? No. <laughs> I mean, they probably sell like the curtains and yeah. the rings and maybe the soaps and well, maybe not the soap. I mean, you're a hotel guy and you're looking for shower curtains. Are you really going to care what you, the rings look like? No. But it's funny. Like, this is like the most mundane. Like, you'd be a salesman. Well, what are you going to sell? Shower curtain rings, but it, but the comedy works when he, when they need money and he's selling them as earrings. Yeah, and he's got different styles. And so, do you think John Hughes like had that in mind when he started writing the script? Oh, he's going to be a shower curtain ring salesman. Oh yeah, it'll be funny because he goes and he has, has to so. sell them. I think so. What's funny about that is that later on, there's other scenes and you see women with. <laughs> Those rings. Oh, beyond that scene? Yeah, beyond that. Oh, really? Okay. So you can tell like, oh, he's been, he does it again and again and again. Yeah. But, uh. Or maybe that's just his, maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's done it before on all of his trips. He sees an opportunity and he pulls them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I bought these from you last year. These are great. These are great. I love them. They don't break. They're so sturdy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I have to talk about, it's, it is my favorite scene in the movie. It wasn't my scene, my favorite scene as a kid, but now I'm an adult. It's my favorite scene. And again, it's not the most family family, family friendly scene. And it's the, the one and only reason why they made this movie to an R rated movie. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so Neil and, and they kind of, for the moment, they go their separate ways. They're going to rent a car um, and that's how they're going to get home. They're going to drive the rest of the way. And uh, Neil he, Neil goes to get his car. He goes to car. get his car. He rents his car. Goes through all the stuff. They say, "Okay, here's where your car's at." He looks on the ground. There's skid mark, and the car's gone. The car's gone. Yeah. The car that was supposed to be his that he has keys for mm-hmm. was stolen and not there. Yeah. And so he has to walk all the way back to the airport. And I love that. Like he's just, you know, going. He goes across the tarmac. He has to go across under a bridge. He's getting dirty. And you can just tell like he is done. And he has this moment where he just loses it. 
Well, you know what adds to it is like, is like the lady at the counter. There's a line of people there, and she's having a happy little conversation yeah. with their with their sister about the about the Thanksgiving and the yams and the and the rolls and everything. It's just like, yeah. I mean, that would kind of get me fuming. Like, you're just kind of waiting on her. You're waiting. Yeah. She doesn't care. There's a whole line of people that yeah. probably aren't very happy. You know. No. Yeah. And then he explodes. He just explodes. And yeah. he, uh, he goes on the F word tirade. And he says it 19 times. That was too much. I, I don't think so. No, it was too I much. think it was great. I think could have left that out. That was the only thing about the movie I really didn't. It's like, oh, come uh, on. You kind of, it's too much. To me, I like, because like you, you, you just, you push someone too far. And he, he, it, it just tells you like he, he's, he's done. He's at the end of his, of his rope. And um, all it took was this. And she's a very nice lady. Very, you know, very, and it's sad that he had to take it all out on her, but, um. Could they have played this scene without the F-bombs? No. And kept it at a PG rating? I don't think so. See, that, that, that's where, like, I differ about movies. Like, sometimes, like, 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 I get it. Like, yeah, I, what was it? There was something, I was watching an interview with Steve Martin about this, and they were, he, he said, what, what's the word they're going to use in the TV version instead of that? Oh, oh yeah. So what did, I wonder what I they can't did. remember what he says. Oh, it's, it's going to be this word and this word. And again, like that's more silly and funny, but, um, I don't know. Stinking wipe that stinking smile off your face and give me the stinking card. <laughs> right. Stinking now. Yeah, right, stinking now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I know. I know. I, I, one year, I, I brought my wife in to watch that scene. I said, just watch this scene. It's yeah. hilarious. And she did not think it was that funny. No. So I'm like, well, that's fine. That's stinking fine. But, um, well, then I guess you're stung. <laughs> you're stung. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he was so frustrated, so mad that he threw his car rental agreement away. Yeah. You know, in a, in a fury. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, so he has no car. Okay. He, my favorite scene. My favorite scene is when they're they're driving the wrong way on the freeway, and then the people are trying to tell them they're going the wrong way, and they're yeah. like, "They're like, oh, they must be drunk, huh?" Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. And then, when, and then when they uh, they realize they're going the wrong way, and the truck is coming at them, and they go they go right between the trucks, and they have that that quick cut where they're skeletons. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That is funny. At that point, at that point, anything like that in a movie where it's just like. Like that comedy of just that extreme, I love. That. So that that's like Home Alone when. Uh, wait, wait, which movie? It, in Home Alone, yeah. Right? When he's getting shocked, he's like, ah, and then it cuts all of a sudden the skeleton. But is that in the first Home Alone? Because I don't remember it in the first one, right? Is it or is it in the, oh, the second man, one? It, it's the second one. Yeah, because I don't yeah. remember the first one. Yeah, it's the second one. Because the, the first time I saw it, because I haven't seen the second one much, but it just yeah that cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah, okay, then Johnny yeah, looks, looks a like a devil. Yeah, but the so, skeleton, the skeleton is just like it's just so uh, hilarious. I love it. That that is a good scene, and that yeah, that that scene where you know like you're going the wrong way, and like Steve Martin's like, wait, what? And like logically, John Candy is like, well, yeah, these bozos. How do they know where we're going? They can't tell us we're yeah, going the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, and Steve, like, you're right. Yeah, they don't know where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> Well, wasn't it before that when he gets his hands caught in the, and when he's trying to take up the jacket? 
Yeah. 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 Uh, that's they're good, yeah. Well, they're spinning around. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's what leads them to oh, go the wrong way. Oh, around. Yeah. Yeah. And like, because Steve Martin's asleep and he wakes up and goes, what happened? He goes, oh, nothing. We're good. We're yeah. good. We're just going to go. And then, and then next, that's when they start heading down it, yeah. the, the wrong way. Uh, so a couple things on that. Did you notice the car? The car they were driving? Yeah. It was like a green car. It resembled another car it re- it from like, the John Hughes world. It looked like the uh, vacation car. Yes. Yeah. It was like a Chrysler Baron. It was a different car, but they, they did make it look the like wood paneling the wood and, paneling. And the green. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was John Hughes. Yeah. He, John Hughes wrote Vacation. Wrote oh, okay. So that was the only scene that was filmed in California was the wrong way scene. Oh. Everything else was filmed back east or in the Midwest. And this was the scene that my grandpa worked on. Oh, really? Yeah. So it all took place on Highway 14 up there in oh, like Santa Lan- Clarita, Lancaster. Lancaster area. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, the, the indoor car scenes, I, I don't think were there. I think that was filmed on a stage. Yeah. But, you know, the, the actual stunt and... All right. Uh, so he went out on location yeah. and, and helped, helped get things... And the actual stunt, and then actually them on the road was yeah. out filmed out there. And so must have been like a, like a grip, like a, don't call it a grip or a, he handles the yeah. equipment. Like, I, yeah, I remember it was, does, a, he have, does he have, does he have credits? Like an IMDB is his name in there? I or haven't, well, there's a lot of Fred Joneses. Oh, um, so I've tried to look it up. Um, I remember as a kid asking him one time, like, Hey, is your name ever in a credits? He yeah. said there was one, there was but like i think now that i think back at it it's i think he was like a sub worked for a company that was a con subcontractor for paramount so he Hmm. could get on the lot like he we went on the lot like you know when i did tours with him everyone knew him like oh hey fred hey fred you know um but um who would know? Who would know? And family would know what he did. And is, is I've just... asked my dad. I've asked my uncle. They they just said he worked in the movies, <laughs> and he did like these dolly rigs thing. We gotta um, find. We gotta find out what. Yeah. What he did. Yeah. Well, do there's got to be someone that worked with him in Paramount. Yeah. I would remember Fred Jones. Fred Jones. But didn't you say you got like a slide, like a like a, as a kid you got like a playground slide or something from him? I thought you remember telling me that. About yeah. That. So we got a lot of cool, um, a lot of cool like leftover, uh, stuff. leftover stuff from movies. And my playground slide is from the movie Scrooge. Oh. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Okay. In the very beginning of the movie, they're doing that commercial with the elves where like Santa's workshop oh, gets Santa's attacked workshop. by terrorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the scenes is like the elves are, are shooting down presents on a slide. Uh-huh. And then the elves slide down the slide. That was my slide. So my grandpa, being a thrifty guy, he'd take these things from dumpsters. Yeah. And then another thing from that movie was um, when Bill Murray goes into the elevator and it opens up and it's kind of like hell. Yeah. Well, on the backside, one side was the elevator and the backside was like like an old gothic door. Uh-huh. My grandpa got that and gave it to my dad and that was my dad's tool bench. Oh, nice. Was was the elevator side and underneath was the... So that's cool. so that Scrooge. That was... Okay, here's my movie magic. Uh, it was, I was at DreamQuest Images uh, working on Nightmare Before Christmas 3. And I walked into, no, Nightmare, not, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, sorry. Oh. Nightmare on Elm Street, not Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Christmas. Um, 
yeah, so I walked into a, an adjoining stage and they had the minute the miniature of the Scrooged Wow. Santa's Village. The landscape and the and the how and the little Santa's house village yeah. thing. That was on one of the stages. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so the guy the guys that built the model was design setters, and I didn't know them at the time. Because I just like that was like one of my first jobs. We did the junkyard scene for the opening junkyard scene for Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. The Dream Warriors. Oh, you actually know the name. Oh, you know them. Oh, familiar with the film. So, do you remember the junkyard scene in the beginning? Yeah. And then there's like they do like an overhead pull out, and the kids screaming, "Freddy's back! Freddy's back!" So that was just a bunch of model, bunch of model cars. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So on one on one stage, we set that up. And then I just was like, oh, you know, it's kind of new to the business. And I, you know, I wandered over to one of the other stages and that Scrooge setup was there. And then I got to talk to the guys that did, did that, did the model. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Yeah. That scene in that car gets destroyed. No, it'll buff out. (laughs) (laughs) Until it catches fire. Until it catches fire. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a good scene. Because now, at that point, they start laughing, right? That's when. Well, they, that's when Neil starts laughing. Yeah, because it's finally like he did it to himself. Like he screwed himself. Like yeah, you know, he's got nothing. He was hitching a ride with him. Now you're gonna have to pay for this car. Yeah, but then he realizes that he used Neil's card because they mixed up their diner cards. Oh yeah, to rent the car, and that Neil's wallet was left in the car. So now they got nothing. They got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, that's why he fight like he, Neil loses it on him again. Like he's done, you know, tries to fight him. And, um, when they get to the hotel, the next hotel, like they're still driving the burnt car cause it still runs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's like snowing. And then like Neil's just like, Nope, you're getting your own room. I want nothing to do with you. You've ruined my life. Um, you know, Neil's able to get, cause he gives up his nice watch, but like, you know, <laughs> he, try, yeah. he tries to give his Casio doesn't work out. And, uh, yeah. But then this is where, again, like he feels bad. And again, you got to think like the guy just rented a car on your credit card. Now you are responsible for that car, but yet he still has a heart. Doesn't want him to sleep outside by himself in the snow. So invites them in. And then they have this really weird moment of now all of a sudden they have a bunch of little alcohols and chips. Like where do they get all this food? They had they get the last of their money. I think it was, I think it was in, in his suitcase. Whose suitcase? Oh, you know what? That chest, the, the, um, Dell's Dell's big chest. You know what that is? It's just snacks. It's full snacks. It's oh. got to be right because he always has food. He always has like chips and, yeah, and you're right. candy. I bet that thing is just full of full of food. Yeah, and a few shower curtain rings and a few shower curtain rings. I bet that's what it is. He's got he's got little booze bottles. Yeah. He's got snacks. He's got chips. He's got. But they finally jack. like bond. They finally have this moment of like understanding. Yeah, and they're like laughing. And they're laughing. Yeah, and they're like, "Can you believe it?" And so they kind of have this moment together and. And up to this point, you really realize like Dell is trying his best to get him home. 
Like Dell's not trying to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's trying to get, you know, Steve Martin's character home and yeah. trying to the best he can to to do that. Um and so this leads me to the second scene that I felt like, oh man, they really should have kept this in because it's hilarious. But I get why they took it out. So Michael McKeon, who plays the cop, right? Yeah. I guess there were there was so much more to this cop because he's actually the fourth build actor on the on on in the movie. Oh really? Yeah. It's you know, John Candy, Steve Martin, or Steve Martin, John Candy, um, then it's the wife, and then Michael McKeon. Wait, wait, was he the same cop in vac- in vacation? No. Did he vacation movie? No, it? no, no, he wasn't the cop that There's a different about the one. Dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was no. the same one. Okay. Um but so I guess like the longer cut, like obviously they pull him over and like this car is not safe to drive. You shouldn't be driving it. And they're, you know, debating. And then all of a sudden it cuts to the courthouse, which is the same area where they film Groundhog's Day, by the way. Oh. Um, and then they get out that way. But the original thing about the courthouse and why they're there is because they were, he would, they were arrested. And why they were arrested is that, the cop tells them that where are you going? Well, we're on our way to Chicago. And again, John Candy's driving and the cop tells, well, you, you, you overshot it. Like we're coming (laughs) from this area to Chicago. And he tells them you've overshot it by like, you know, like 60 miles. Yeah. And I guess then they get into a fight, like Steve Martin and John Candy get into a fight and then they get arrested and they get the car towed and, and all that stuff. But I get why they took it out because it almost takes away from the moment they had in the the hotel room. And then it's just gonna make he's just gonna get mad again. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't want to go. And yeah. you don't want that again. But but it it that is funny. That is pretty like good. Like to have that moment of wait, what? You overshot Chicago yeah. by like yeah. three hours. Oh. Um but yeah, that, that yeah. So but they, they didn't keep it they, they they didn't have it, so but then, yeah, from that point on, they lose the car, and now they, they take a truck into, you know, Chicago, and they get to the final train, and that's where they finally say their goodbyes. And um, I guess I want to, if you have not seen this movie, stop here, stop glitching to us, go see it, and come back, because now we're going to kind of get into the spoiler aspect of it. And I think it's a big spoiler because I really, I didn't see it coming the first time I saw this movie or even just the next couple times I saw this movie. I'm generally trying to think of what you're talking about. Oh, really? That's, it's a spoiler? Yeah. I feel like. All right. Stop. Because I think you can kind of, you can. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, now we're going to talk about the ending. The spoiler, which is that we learn that Dell's wife has died and that he doesn't have a home to go to. Okay, I guess that's a spoiler. Yeah, throughout the whole movie, he's talking about his wife, right? He talks about, oh, my wife loves me. Yeah. You know, I don't need to worry about you. And then, like him, Steve Martin even okay. says, hey, you have a woman that you love. Okay. He goes, yep, love is not even the right word for it. And then you realize, like, he doesn't have a, his wife died. Yeah. And, and so I love the ending, like the, the, when they, they part ways 
And this is going to get into our bigger theme here. Well, that's when Neil starts putting the pieces together. Yeah, but the he different even just says, he's like, he's, he's thanking him for the journey. They've made it, you know, they're parting ways. And he goes, look, I'm a little wiser now. Which I think that's what this whole movie is about. It's about, you yeah. know, Neil kind of going off on his own adventure and learning things. And, and um, uh, you know, he just has that moment. And then he's riding on going home and he realizes wait a minute some things are not adding up and he goes all the way back to the train station and neil's or dell's just sitting there and he's, like, go. he's like i haven't been home in years yeah and why would you why would you say that yeah yeah it's yeah. just figure of speech you yeah. know just because i'm on the road a lot yeah. and you think because oh it's salesman yeah. yeah you're constantly on the road yeah you know but since the lot the loss of his wife he just spends his whole life on the road yeah. just sad it is now sad. you really realize like, oh man, there's Dell is going with some, some deep hurt here. So this is where like, okay, so like, what's the bigger theme here? What's the bigger story? Like what, what kind of gospel message do we see here? And, and it's, it's really the whole movie. It's having to deal with people. It's having to put yourself in another person's shoes and understanding and, um, I don't know if we've talked about this theme before, but I've always felt like that's the problem with one of the problems of the world today is the lack of empathy that people have towards each other. Mm-hmm. And um, even though Steve Martin didn't know, you know, and not to say like, you know, Dell had it coming a lot of times because he did, he did, but you can empathize like, more okay so this is a poor guy that's just living out of his trunk um and you can empathize with him a little bit more and so i think too like that's part of like dell's journey and understanding like this whole like burden of life like that's what that trunk represents right like he's carrying around this baggage Mm -hmm. and just yeah you know kind of going through life friendless because i mean he has people that he is acquaintance with but he has no friends right he lost the only person that he truly was close with. And, um, and that's why I think it's important to see Dell help him carry that, that trunk. You see him in the cow field. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when you see Dell or Neil invite him to the house, they're walking down the street and he's helping him carry that baggage. Yeah. And I think that's what the, what the, what the good thing about the church is or how God created all of us is that we're supposed to share burdens. We're not supposed to be in a situation where we carry this thing on our own. All by yourself. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I think it's, it's this movie's got two themes going on. It's, it's the idea of like, look, learn to empathize with people, you know, like slow down Mm -hmm. and don't be in such a rush and try to understand people. And then at the same time, like share your burdens with people because Dell didn't and had he did that in the beginning, you know, like shared his whole story, like on the plane. Like, I think that would have been something Steve Martin paid attention to. Mm-hmm. Right. That would have been on the plane. Like, I'm not checking out. I'm not going to read the back of the bag. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to get to try to know your life. But Dell didn't do that. Yeah. He, and, and people don't. And people know, don't. don't. But if they did. Yeah. 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 And again, it goes just like, I love that, that last line, like, you know, I'm a little wiser now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all of us. Like as we go through life that, you know, we're unfinished work and that 
God's going to put Del Griffiths in our life so that we can be a little wiser. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I've had Del Griffiths in my life. I'm sure yeah. you have too. Oh, that yeah. You've had to like yeah. have patience for and give more grace to. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's not always us giving the grace. It's God putting us in a position. Well, you learn about yourself too. You about and yourself. you have those moments like, oh man, I was a jerk. I should yeah. have said that. You know, so yeah, you grow and learn and become wiser. And you become wiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes him home and he makes it back to the house. Mm-hmm. Introduces his family. Yeah. Freeze frame on John Ken. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the end of the movie. And it works. And it works. It's a good ending. I, mean, yeah. that's, I don't know how else you could have been any, yeah. any better. And he smiles. Yeah, he smiles. Well, yeah. He's in a house. Yeah. He's a, you know, he hasn't been in, yeah. in the house the whole, who knows how long it has been since the last time Dell has actually been in a home. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. We would like to think. you go away. <laughs> take a peek. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All Anyways. right. Well, let's. uh. Let's do this. Let's get into this battle. I'm excited. A 20. I've seen this probably over 20 times versus three. Three. And uh, let's see how this plays out. Thanksgiving battle for the ages. All right. Uh, Sound guy, Joel, do you have questions for us? Is three coins in the fountain one of the questions? Three coins in the fountain is not one of the questions, no. All right. Um, I will say the one question of the eight that I ended up having that got answered was um, what brand of watch did Dell try to barter uh, a room for? I almost didn't answer that because I thought that was going to be a question. And it was Casio. It was so. Casio. But the other ones, I still got them. So oh, right. there's a couple hard ones. There's some easy ones. Um, yeah. Do this. We'll see. Okay, so who won last time? It was Frank. Young, it was Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. I think you won. I think right? I won. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does that mean you go first? I think. What does that mean? I what think you it? get you get to choose if you okay. want to go first or not. Choose wisely. Oh, I get to choose. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to yeah. go first? Or you want me to go first? I want to go first. All right. Okay. <clears throat> and I can steal, right? Yeah, you can steal. All right. Here All we right. go. That's fine. Okay. So first question: Neil can't manage to get a cab. What does he end up taking to the airport instead? <laughs> it's it's yeah. This is the beginning of the movie. This is the very beginning of the movie. Oh, somehow he ends up. I didn't know that you actually you, you saw see him, a vehicle. You, you see him exit this this vehicle. It's very quick. What was but, it like? A, like one of those old horse-drawn carriages or something? I'm, no. just, I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, is, I, is it funny? I guess I can't. I don't know. I'm going to steal. Moving van? Nope. Yeah, I don't know. I I, that, I thought it just cut right from uh, the... You're right. I don't. No, he gets... He, he, he trips the butt... The, the, Taxi leaves and it cuts to him getting off of a bus. A bus. Yeah, just some regular old bus. He gets off of a bus and now he's at the airport. Wow. Huh. You guys both got that one. All right. Okay. All right, Michael, this one's for you. Zero, zero. Okay. What book is Dell reading in the airport? Oh, oh, man. It's Canadian something. I think it's inappropriate. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't think oh. it is. It's Canadian something. Or, or, know, or something the Canadian. I know one of the words on the book. Yeah, Canadian, right? I feel like you guys both have half of the answer. If I, if I, if I, say, if I say 
the right answer. Do I get it? Like, yeah. I, I mean, if word. you could say, yeah, go for it. If yeah, you can say the full it. thing. Canadian mounted. Yep. Uh, that's it. It's the Canadian mounted. And his eyes like a girl in the front, right? Yeah. 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 That's a good one. <laughs> that's yeah. the book he's reading. All right. So that's one. Ooh, I got one a point. Zip. Yeah. I got a, like a book title. <laughs> that's a steal, man. Yeah. You got a steal. Man. Yeah. That's his question. Okay. So um, next question. What sports team does Neil ask Dell about after their encounter in the bed? They get up, they're all, woo-hoo. After the famous, those aren't pillows. Those aren't pillows. They they talk about one one sports team. I know this one. I don't. Steel? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, was that, oh, that you're asking me. Yeah, I'm asking you. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Steal for the steel. You can go the for the bears. steel. It's the bears. Yeah, the bears. Oh. How about the bears? <laughs> yep. How the bears do? Oh, yeah. The bears. The balls. All right. Mm-hmm. One to one. Okay. So, while Dell is selling shower rings as earrings, he claims that one pair was autographed by the Grand Wizard of what country? <laughs> Grand wi- the Grand Wizard? He says he says the Grand Wizard of blank, and it's it's pretty funny. Because <laughs> he's making up all this Is ridiculous stuff. No. Yeah. Uh, I get steal. It's a country. It is a country. That's the question. Denmark. No. I don't know. No, it was the Grand Wizard of China. China. <laughs> signed by the Grand Wizard of China. Signed by the Grand Wizard of China. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, wow, none of you guys got that one. Tied up, one-to-one. Wow. Okay, next question. All right. While in the back of the pickup truck, Neil asks Dell what he thinks the temperature is. What does he say in reply? Questions are hard. Yeah. It's it's stuff that jumped out of me, and I was like, that's funny. That's a good line. Zero. (laughs) No. Minus zero. No. Minus zero. It was was something like that. It was like minus, it's almost like, no, it's probably like an expression, isn't it? Like, no, he he, he says a number. I in my in my mind, he's saying zero, but that's not. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. He says one. Oh, oh one, just one. Oh, that is pretty. Fu- goes, oh, that is pretty funny. Yeah. One. one. <laughs> that's good. Just one. Wow. One. Okay, I got two questions left. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. At what point in his journey does Neil lose his hat? Steal. Unless you got it. No, it's your question. No, is it my question? It's your question. Oh, I know. Um, I know when. He loses it in the truck. Which truck? The first truck. No, that's not it. Oh. When he's going back to the car rental place, he falls down the hill. Oh, he does have the, the hat. hat and, and then the truck runs over. That's it. when he loses yeah. the hat. He truck has it all the way up You're until right. the rental place. And yeah. He loses it okay, there. so... Yeah, he he rolls down the hill. He's messed up. He's yeah. dirty. But in the at the very end of the scene, when they're walking up to the house carrying the trunk, he's like, he looks brand new. I mean, he's got his clean, coat. Yeah, his coat's, cl- coat's clean. He cleaned up on the train or yeah. something. That's fine. I mean, when they do the skeleton thing in the car, then the, you can pretty much yeah. do anything, and that's fine. I just thought it was funny. They're walking up, and his like his trench coat is like perfectly like, yeah. Dang. All right, you're up. Your question. All right. This is the last question? This is the last question. Ooh. Wait, and this one's for you, right? Yeah. yeah. So either you're going to get it or I can steal it and we tie. All right. So 
Dell and Neil get a ride in the back of a semi truck after their car's impounded. Oh no. What is that truck hauling? Oh, damn. I know. Cheese. It's cheese. <laughs> but what's it called? I have no idea. Oh, I, don't know. I, know. I, I just know it's down. cheese. I just knew it was cheese. Dang, cheese. dang it. Fine. <laughs> I guess you win. Newbie to the PTAA wins. You three times and you. It, you know what it is? You know what it is? Because your son's doing the questions. That's not it. This no. Like, you sit at home. You discuss. No, it's not. No. Look it's it. collusion. It's I, collusion. <laughs> no. He grabbed the DVD. I was on my way to bed. See you in the morning. Well, not even see you in the morning. I'll see you later. Yeah. Man, I was waiting. I was ready to. I wrote this stuff down because I'm like, oh, you're going to ask us what time was the was the watch? <laughs> I had it down. I have this 446. What was the departure of the ticket? It was six o'clock. <laughs> I this time around, I specifically what avoided was the name that of the stuff. diner that they ate at. I was I wanted to do stuff that was like just what's are just good funny things that happen. So the Grand Wizard of China. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. I should Grand that, Wizard that, of China. What was there was an earring that was signed by a famous Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. Yeah. And yeah, there was right. like another one. He did two famous people: the Grand yeah. Wizard of China and some other thing. Yeah. Well. Final thoughts on the film and your rain and your rating. Oh, my rating. I did rate this. I wonder if I rated it too low. I don't know. Final thoughts. It's funny. Very funny. I think I'm on a, a mission to find the TV version to find out what swear word he used. And, or maybe they just cut that scene all together. They may just cut it. I bet they cut it. Yeah. They probably just cut it. It goes straight to the yeah. scene where gets punched in the face yeah classic john hughes you know what you're gonna get with john hughes comedy it's always good mm-hmm. never disappoint yeah good stuff and great lesson life people yeah. relationships i think you'd be a better person after watching it because it would be learn from it how we yeah. treat other people yeah yeah i agree mm-hmm. um so what would you what's your, what's your rating uh 7.8 7.8 yeah okay yeah so yeah, my my rating is definitely more tied to um, you know, my years of watching it and the connection with my grandpa and but yeah, you're right. Like I, it's to me, it's it's not a perfect movie, but it's it's funny. You learn something from it. You um, it's got all that that stuff. So for me, I, I give it an eight point eight. And that only because like it is a movie that I watch every year and I look forward to watching it every year and I still laugh with it. Mm-hmm. Um, still find stuff funny. So, and our ratings are, are per, it's a personal rating. Personal rating. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a professional. No, no, no. no. It's a personal rating. No. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. yeah. So. All right. Well, that again wraps it up for our Thanksgiving episode of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And uh, again, if you made it this far, we appreciate you and we thank you for for subscribing and giving us a like. And uh, we hope that you all have a great Thanksgiving and that you enjoy your yams and green bean nastiness um, and that you try something fried. Deep no, fried turkey. Deep fried turkey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, live on, live, live life dangerously in deep fried turkey. Yeah, if you haven't deep fried turkey, you gotta, you, gotta do it. you just gotta do you it. Gotta do it. Danger. All right, all right, all right. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.